G'day and welcome to another instalment of the Fly Fishers podcast. Since 1967, we've been spreading the bug of fly fishing at our Melbourne fly shop. Join us as we celebrate the fun of fly fishing and chat with characters that enjoy it as much as we do. Whether you're just starting out or have some experience, we hope our ego-free commentary helps demystify fly fishing and inspires you to visit new places and try new techniques. Oh, thanks, Forbesy. If you're not going to drink with us, the least you can do is top us up. Oh. Oh, that sounds so good. <laughs> Enjoy. Just a lazy Friday at the Fly Fisher, enjoying some French champagne. Be Frank Hoist. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, mate? <laughs> I think it's Spanish, isn't it? I'm not sure. It's French. Yeah? Oh, that's none of my Nothing business. Nothing but the best at the Fly Fisher. Why aren't you joining us for a drink on a lovely Friday like this, though, Forbes? Because I'm still scarred from last Friday. (laughs) (laughs) You know the best thing you can do with that kind of hangover, though? Back it up. Just keep going. Yeah. And I did. You did? Did you? Yeah, he had the never-ending pot. Really? I I had a never-ending pot at the the pub the next night. My mates knew that I was hungover, and they poured me a pot from a jug and said, there you go, you know, this will do you the world of good. Yeah, and I sipped on it for three or four hours, and every sip that I sipped out, they filled up. Topped it up again. I don't. Know how, how warm was it in the end? Oh, it, it was just this weird, weird mixture of three or four <laughs> different jugs, and uh, like kind of warm, a little bit flat. But yeah, yeah. You really enjoy it mixed like that. I think we witnessed a bit of that on on Friday as well, mate. Oh, like the stale beer. Empty pots. Yeah, yeah. You seem to. There's just. Yeah, you don't care, do you? It's the uni cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> the nastier, the better. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah the, the Carlton's finest, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, thanks for tuning in, listeners. <laughs> we yeah, we are underway, aren't we? Yeah, we're another episode of Behind the Counter. Yeah, welcome all. Uh, but a bit of backstory on that one, I guess. Uh, Cody Crowley, who has been with us for, I don't know, five months, four months? Four yeah. Probably four months. Uh, our American import um, has left and is sorely missed, but we had his going away last Friday. So there was a bit of shenanigans at the fly fisher. Yeah. <laughs> it's fair to say things escalated just a little bit. Just a little bit, yeah. Mm. It's never good cleaning beer off the roof of the shop, <laughs> is it? <laughs> <laughs> and the floor yeah. and the walls. And the windows. The windows, yeah. the seats. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think, yeah, I really let my guard down as the business owner on uh, that day. Yeah, that was, I, there was, none of us were going to draw the line. And anyway. But how productive was the afternoon? It was, yeah. It was insane. Yeah, we did a lot of work and then, yeah. It's amazing the productivity with a bit of extra sugar in the system from various <laughs> cocktails. After a few sherbets. Yeah. It's nothing but excitement. <laughs> you know what it is though. It's the Forbes Lindemann espresso martini. Oh, oh really my goodness. Get, it really gets they the get people the, going. They get the juices <laughs> flowing. <laughs> I'm proud to bring that to the table. Yeah. I'm proud to bring that. Every every employee bring, brings something to the table, don't yeah. they? <laughs> Peter with his podcast. <laughs> Forbes <laughs> with his espresso <laughs> martinis. That's, I'm yeah. I'm yet to figure out what it is I'm bringing to the table, but... <laughs> Someone's got to pay for the beers and the <laughs> <laughs> and the coffee machine. Oh, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so, Peter, kick us off, man. Well, uh, the first exciting bit of news this week is the Fly Fishing Film Festival, Rise, the Fly Fishing Film Festival is touring again. It's back, people. And I'm sure a lot of you have actually heard that it has come back. There's been a little bit of chatter on social media of late. And, uh, yeah, this is big news. It's obviously COVID has really slowed things down in that respect, getting people back into cinemas. Uh, we were lucky enough to run it at the Fly Fisher exclusively last year because it was still touring throughout Europe. We showed the footage. We had a sellout in the Fly Fisher. Mm-hmm. The shop was full of people. You know, we had drinks and canapes. Thanks, Max SS. XS. For the great catering. Um, but yeah, this year it's back in full. So touring uh, the country, um, it's definitely coming to a cinema near you. So you can get your tickets at flyfilmfest.com. And the exciting news is that Rise and F3T, Fly Fishing Film Tour, have combined. So it means we're going to have the best of the local and uh, more abroad films from America, Europe and the likes combined to create a monster fly fishing film tour. We're expecting great things. Uh, we're, uh, we love this project, this thing. Uh, we really think it adds a lot to the fly fishing fabric of Australia. Um, and so we're backing it um, with a, a, a sponsorship. So we're the main retail partner of the show. Um, we're going to be pumping it up and we suggest that all fly fishers get behind it. Um, it really is uh, a great night out. Um, and where else can you just get together with, you know, your fly fishing buddies and enjoy some fly fishing films and just get amongst it, you know? Yeah. The yeah. shop was packed. It was, oh, a, it was, vibe. It was, yeah, it was a good night. Good it was vibe. a good night. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a good vibe. The, the shop was buzzing. The food yeah. was good. The drinks were flowing. And the, and the films were bloody fantastic. Yeah. And, and are you anticipating that, you know... We'll be seeing more of that. It'll be oh, even yeah. better. Yeah. yeah, even better, mate. Yeah, like, yeah, at least the little, you know, tidbits that I've seen and heard, it's uh, it's going to be really good. And like, cool. the, you know, the films are just one part of it. I really think it's more than, it's the experience. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, if it's kind of like if you were going out to a fine dining restaurant, you're expecting more than just good food. That's what this evening is. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It, it, there's a buzz in the room. Everyone's got the common interest of fly fishing. Yeah. It's all age groups. Yeah. It's just bloody good fun. So, yeah, let's um, everyone jump online, get your tickets. They do sell out, so don't hesitate. You know, that there is a, a little bit of a sense of urgency because we are expecting big crowds. Yeah, no, fantastic. Do you, do you remember the story, Peter? So before the, the, the film festival last year, people were allowed to come in and do some shopping. Yeah, and we were also allowed to have some beers, so we knocked off, had some beers. Patrons arrived, and we came back. And do you remember <laughs> trying to explain line tapers after a couple oh of clients? <laughs> oh, Differentiating between short tapers and long tapers, <laughs> and oh, this long and, 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 ta- yeah. and flipping over oh. our words, and oh yeah. god, the sweaty palms, and saying yeah. to somebody at the end, "Well, that's as clear as mud." Come in on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Send us an email. Yeah. Give us a call. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I don't know. I think I do my best work when I've had a couple, just quietly. I think the like honesty now, comes you know, out. We're it's just, yeah. yeah, this is great. It's the charisma. Yeah. The Riz. We had liquid Riz. <laughs> the Riz. <laughs> Let's get on the Riz together. Um, but for the record, we did speak this morning about, no, let's do a podcast 
first thing this morning, you know, let's see how that goes. Doing it completely sober, without a drink, without, you know, and maybe a coffee beforehand, it'll be great. But it just didn't happen. We got too busy. Oh, it was insane today. We were smashed. Yeah, yeah. It seems all, yeah, anyway. Work gets in the way. But here we are. Here we are. You can do it when you can do it, and and this is fun. So, and this has always worked for us, so let's just keep it up. Mm. Um, What's next, Peter? We've got some cool new products in. Tell us what's new. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew bit his lip just I'm then. excited. Just, just Tell me what's the new. First right one, the first one, the one that yeah. I'm the most excited about is the Sims Daymaker landing net. Oh, I know. They look cool, don't I they? I know. I had to make an Instagram post about it. It was just... I know. We only had one in stock, though. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Manic. You promised us six, you sent us one. What the hell? But that's okay. I'm going to buy it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, so we've sold it to Peter at wholesale. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, yeah, the Sims Daymaker landing net. So it's a carbon composite construction, fish-safe yep. rubber net, available in two lengths. So there's a longer handle for the boaties and also the weight angler that likes a bit of extra reach. So on rivers like the Rubicon or somewhere with pocket water, having that extra reach really makes a difference. Yeah. Uh, the shorter handle for the more mobile angler, the weight angler that's always on the move, doesn't like getting caught up in the bushes and things like that. Perfect hanging off the back of a magnetic net release. That's a better option. Yeah. Uh, you know, to a certain degree, I think oh, it's just a net. Mm. But this thing... Absolutely. This thing uh, looks high tech. It looks the shit. <laughs> and it but is. That, that's the, that's <laughs> For the modern angler. <laughs> you've, you've summarised nets. You've summarised nets. <laughs> but they, they look cool. You get the cool yeah. yeah, Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, there's plenty of other great nets out there, but this is like the step forward, I think. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, look, they're not reinventing the wheel bony stretch, but no. definitely um, check them out. And lightweight, incredibly lightweight. Yeah. yeah. And presumably they're not available anywhere but the fly fisher. Exclusive to the fly fisher. Yeah. But, Renee, if you sent some more of those nets to another dealer, we're going to be very upset. <laughs> I'll be flying to New Zealand. Because <laughs> my order was in first. <laughs> uh, Anything else, mate? Uh, the Orvis Pro insulated convertible mitts. So these are mitts mm. with primer loft down in them. They look like is, ski gloves. They look like ski gloves, mm. but the best thing about it is they're fingerless. The mitt comes over the top, but you can also tuck it away. So when you need a retie or you are fishing or you need to do anything technical, you can tuck the mitt away so it's not flapping everywhere and you can get on with your business. Is that completely new? Or like is, is that, that idea? It, no, not that idea. Is this it's a, a new product to us in store. Product to us. Yeah, yeah cool. it's a new product to us in store. Yeah, and Sims also do the Gore-Tex Infinium mitt. Yep, uh, convertible mitt, which is another great option. But I don't know. I like the Orvis ones. Well, the Orvis ones got more insulation. That's definitely. right. It's yeah, thicker. It's the prim- it looks the more ski glove like rather than just. Fishing glove. And that primal off gold down is amazing at yeah. warmth. I mean, you boys are sweating in your jackets here. Oh, this is nice. Yeah, yeah genuinely. It, yeah. It's yeah. pretty chilling in the, yeah. in the podcast <laughs> yeah. room, though. Yeah, in the it's podcast say, dungeon. Not a lot of insulation <laughs> no. in the uh, in the eighteen hundreds. It was. Not <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I can see through the wall in some spots. You've got these <laughs> vents hey, here. You, you, you know. You get what you can afford, right? Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> South Melbourne real estate is just not that great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was a place auction just up the road the other day. 
passed him for two point six million dollars. That's a few rubles. It's going to take a lot of Orvis fly rods to get there, isn't yeah. it? But one day we've no. got big aspirations here at the Fly Fisher, and we're not going anywhere. That's it, South Melbourne forever, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about Orvis fly rods, a piece of gear I'm loving this week is the Orvis Helios six weight nine foot three D. Oh, yeah, you love that rod. Oh, mate, I have an emotional connection with it. <laughs> <laughs> if I took that rod off you, how upset would you be? I don't think I'd fish anymore. Just give up. Like, I just give up. Yeah. There's no substitute for the for fishing Victoria's lakes in the wind. Mm. The power it delivers and oddly enough, the fish fighting capabilities of it yeah. are next level. The Helios is it's it's a nice rod to introduce anyone to because it sells itself. Mm. Like everything mm. else, you're having to talk when you're talking to a customer and you you know about specs and you can talk about different lengths and like this is made here and this is made here and this was for this and this was for this. You don't have to do any of that. You just sort of put oh. it in somebody's hand, get them in the casting lane, and they go, yeah, you know, I get it, it now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. All right. Yeah, just, this one speaks for itself. Yeah, yeah. I was going to come back in three weeks' time and buy it, but this is just so good I'm going to have to buy it now. Obviously, the D is the saltwater build, but mm. uh, I use it in fresh water. Um, I don't know if it is. No, it's not the... I think it's... it's uh, sorry, the so- not the saltwater build, but yeah, it, it's the distance model. It's the distance The big D. Model. The big D. <laughs> it's not the F, it's not the finesse. Uh, it is a saltwater built rod, so it's got saltwater components around it, but it is just has that much more power to punch into wind and carry almost any line through it with mm. ease. I was fishing the Scientific Angler's Stillwater Clear Camo and it cast it amazingly. You, it, it made you look very good the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Your <laughs> casting was picturesque. It was, it was impressive. It's the rod, it's it, not Peter. You, no, <laughs> it's no, the rod. There's no way. It's no, the rod. There's no and way. to a certain degree, it's the line. It's, no, to but it's definitely not Peter. No. <laughs> yeah. But it is true. Uh, a good rod makes not the greatest cast in a, caster in the world better. Yeah, it, yeah the rod... Everything's a lot. That's yeah. a very good example of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You were only saying a couple of hours ago, Forbesy, that you were thinking of a new six weight. Yeah. Did, yeah. And you did say Helios. I did say Helios. Did you mean D or F? I was thinking D. Yeah. Um, purely because I think that when I am using it, I'm relying on getting that distance. I, I love the lakes. I want something that I can punch out a team of woolly buggers, you know, like. That's yeah. That's definitely do a bit of brim fishing with. Yeah, that's it. the brim as yeah. well. Like yeah. the the versatility of doing the light salt with them as well. You um, never know what the future holds too, like bass and you know estuary perch and anything where you've got an air resistant fly. And that's and that's all very true. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and also enough backbone. You know, I like getting into some carp. The <laughs> enough backbone. For that the mud well. marlin. Yeah, the mud marlin. Um, yeah, enough backbone for that, of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely would go the D. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that's the one to spend money on. Like if you're going to, I guess, invest in something really good in your range of gear, that's that, yeah, nine foot six weight. With the, yeah, yeah, the, the difference, obviously it's the distance versus the finesse. Where would you, where would you suggest that somebody fishes the, the Helios F? Uh, in, in a six weight as well is that is that like are you thinking is that like New Zealand you're in rivers you, you're technically in these like pokey little uh, like slightly pokier areas and you're wanting to put something out it's focused really on presentation like obviously there's the application discussion that we need to have there but I really think it comes more down to personal preference mm-hmm. 100% yeah like that's why it's so good to test cast a fly rod mm-hmm. um 
that's why we have a casting lane at the back of the shop. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but <laughs> yeah, like I, I like the finesse. I think um, probably if you're slightly, you know, more on the beginner to intermediate level of caster, that F is going to behave in your hands that little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to feel more. Uh, it just makes for more intuitive casting. I think it's more optimised close-range casting, which is arguably where we cast we catch most of our fish. Yep. Um, yeah, I think it's a more usable rod, less yep. technical. Yep. Um, but the D for application, getting distance, casting more air-resistant flies, yep. match with the right line, the thing's a beast. Yeah, cool. So, yeah, you're never going to grow out of the D, mm-hmm. um, and that's the argument for that option. Yeah, ripper. But if you've got... a good budget to get into a really great rod starting out, then the F's the obvious answer too. Yep. I think another thing to point out about the F is tippet protection as well. Good point. So a softer rod, lighter tippet, much better. You could probably get away with fishing down to 5X on it sort of thing, whereas 5X on a D, you'd probably you'd probably snap it. So for Western Lakes, Western Lakes, Tassie, Trout, Polaroiding, yep. 3F, probably a good option. 3F, yeah, for midge fishing as well out of Abs- boat, yeah. wind lanes, it'd be yeah. the tool. Yeah. But if you're fogging woolly buggers or flogging hammerheads or BMSs or saltwater flies, the way to go is the D. Is the D. Yeah, for sure. All right. Too much talking about Yeah, that's enough Ds. Oh, you about. guys love it. We oh, get it. Look the, at that's me. what the listeners are thinking right now. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right. You've got a love affair oh. with Helios. Oh. 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 Amazing. <laughs> Uh, anything else on the list? Another bit of gear I want to give a shout out to is the humble frog hair stiff butt tapered leader. <laughs> <laughs> that is no, humble. You, you boys are laughing. No. But we it's love the best selling stiff. product in it the is, shop. It is amazing. <laughs> it like, is, like we sell more volume of those than probably Royal Wolves. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> but there's the difference between a normal supple butt leader and a stiff butt. And the stiff butt to turn over any fly is fantastic. This time of year too. Especially. And even when you need to make a quick presentation with a dry fly, it's fantastic as well. Mm. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm just going to interrupt for a second. The sound tiles around the room. How good's the audio? I know. It's, it's nice. It's amazing. Yeah. 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 Well done, Thanks. Peter. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All it's right. a good addition to the podcast room. Just a pat on the back. You haven't mm. commented on the massive. Yeah, what about the thing about the massive? <laughs> I've only just noticed. <laughs> I actually caught that. Oh, I added a couple of sherbets before you put me in here. What's, <laughs> what's that sitting at? That's a there's a ten pound rainbow nah. trout. Yeah, that, what's that, the story behind that one? I don't really. I'm, I'm this is second hand, so yeah. it's been in the fly fisher longer than me. Yeah, right. Um, but apparently, it's come from a New Zealand canal. Um, so th- those fish, those big fish that we now all know about in the canals, they've been around forever. But when that thing was caught, no one really knew about it. Yeah, wow. Mm. Those canal fish are special. That <laughs> would have been a religious <laughs> experience for whoever that was. Oh, fuck. You just go, oh, I'm just going to go, oh, I don't know, maybe I'll fish in the canal. Yeah. I don't know if there are even things in it. But you'd think they would have kept it then rather than just leaving it in a shop. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good point too. How did it end up their, here? Their children yeah. have probably flogged it off to the op shop or something. Yeah. Away. <laughs> oh, oh, God, the horror. <laughs> the absolute <laughs> horror. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, but no, this is the place for dead fish, I think, in the podcast. <laughs> 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 oh, um, oh. All right, what 
What's making news in gear? Mm. Uh, God, it's it it's the most underrated items tonight, but the Stonfo net release. Okay. Good, good. Um, a lot of people are like clipping their nets onto their backs or shoving them in their wading belts, but having a net release with an extendable lanyard on it yeah. with a strong magnet is next level. Because when you want to let the fish go, you can just drop your net and it's still connected to you. Oh, yeah. You've seen me do that on the lakes oh, before. so good. Where you, yeah. well, well, you suddenly it gets out of hand or it has yeah. second life yeah. and you can just drop your net, forget about yeah. it, drag it behind you and play the fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And with the like Instagram photos that you're trying so hard to get, you know, it's, <laughs> you can, it's mayhem yeah. trying to get the right angle, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, all the right angles. And you've only got one good angle, Forbes, let's yeah. be honest. <laughs> <laughs> which, one, which one's that? <laughs> Holding up, arms as long in front of me as possible. Yeah. yeah, and like with the fish flapping midair, yeah. and you're trying to grasp Hybrid. it. Yeah. yeah, me screaming and <laughs> and that look on your face of oh my god, I can't <laughs> hold on to this fish. Um, make a collage. Another good standout of you know having a magnetic net release and a lanyard is when you're bush bashing. Yep. So if the net gets caught up on a tree or something, you're going to get recoiled back. <laughs> <laughs> Peter just wheeled back in his chair just to imitate the recoil. <laughs> that was sensational. So mate. you're not going to lose your Sims Daymaker no. or your McLean's R triple one. You're yeah. going to just don't look behind you when it starts <laughs> to recoil. You will wear a McLean net. <laughs> <laughs> in face. That's exactly right. Yeah. New yeah. Zealand's finest, right in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, you know, rigging them up, I think, is something to talk about. Like, yeah. we, we well, seem to have our own way of rigging it up with the cable ties and doing it from the top of the hoop in the net. Yes. We, uh, McLean's, I know they do a loop just above the handles for the net release. Yep. Um, but we rig them to the top of the net. We think that's the best. And then the other end to the handle. Of course, we can do that in the shop here for you if you're confused. Yeah. Um, we can do it for an online order as well. Now, I don't want any laughter, but when I go for the reach around, I want to be grabbing handle. And that's oh, why absolutely. we rig it up that way. <laughs> yeah. So the handle's got to be down low yeah. on your back, on your lower back. So when you reach around, you grab the handle, you net the fish, and then you go back up and you click it to... It's just everything works. Yeah. So if you need a hand rigging it up, that's kind of hard to explain, actually. That, it's actually really hard, hard to explain. explain. Yeah. It is, it, is, yeah. it is hard to explain. Yeah. Um, so just know that when you buy the magnetic release at the Fly Fisher, you uh, experience the Fly Fisher difference. That's yes. all we really need to say. <laughs> In store only. Yeah. yeah. In store only. Peter, put your phone away. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just checking emails from customers. Oh, like, yeah, oh. likely. We've, huh. we've got a job to do here. This yeah, is serious sorry. stuff. Uh, we've got a lot of listeners. I think we're up to <laughs> 18 now. <laughs> yeah, since Scotty and Kyle's podcast at 16, we've raised it by two listeners. No, uh, Phil's got us an extra one, I think. Oh, 19. 19, yeah. Shout out to the listeners. Thank you. Thank you. All 18 the support. <laughs> um, all right, let's just quickly do this, run through some sale items. We've got our last pair of Sims low light yellows. Yep. Guide's choice. Forbesy, can you top our drinks up? I'm they they are <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've banged on about this so much before, but they are the oh they are the best low light glasses. What do you mean last pairs? Well yeah, Oh, with the hundred dollar off value. Yeah. Are we still uh, running that? Oh god, we probably should stop doing that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, if you're that. listening to this <laughs> yeah, now, yeah, you better. Get I'm saying a week left of yeah. this promotion. Use the code see the low light for see the low off. light. One word, all, all uppercase. That's right. Yeah, see the low light. That's the discount code to use when you check out for the uh, Smith Guides Choice Low Light Igniters. 
the best low light sunglasses on the market. That's right. Uh, and we also have Vision Down Under rods at three ninety nine. So that is a rod designed and engineered for Australian conditions. We're talking so native natives, fish. Yeah. Cod, barramundi, big air resistant flies, uh, power. Perfect for like Proserpine, the Ovens River, Ilden, big winter cod. Amazing. The Why Edward. did you just mention Proserpine? We'll beat that out. Don't give away all the secrets. No. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Hanky, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a half decent barrow fishery. It's oh, look, it's pretty tough. I wouldn't really. <laughs> Shit, we made short work of that champagne, didn't we? we did. <laughs> <laughs> but Forbes, are you're drinking too, so, so yeah, yeah. Um, Alright, that's enough about gear I feel like mm. we've rammed it yeah, down I know. Oh, yes. Sorry guys, that's 24 minutes And 35 seconds of gear There was an undertone of passion behind that <laughs> There was some actually was <laughs> though <laughs> Yeah, that is not fake guys that You cannot <laughs> pretend <laughs> that shit No, no, no. no. Um, let's, Peter, let's crack on with some fishing Where have you been fishing? Oh my god, I went to Bull and Marai the other day <laughs> You really needed this I did, ego stroke <laughs> A little bit I felt like Tom Jarman out there. Yeah, you cleaned up, mate. <laughs> oh, just it was the one of the first times I felt good, proper lake fishing. Yeah, isn't? It, wouldn't it be great if every new lake fisher went out and experienced that just for a day? Oh, just just to like build that confidence. Two hours of a hit every couple of class yeah. is just next level, and just good size fish too, like fish mm. to three pound. <laughs> It's yeah. good fun. Mm. Shout out to the humble tiger trout. The hi- Yeah, the hybrids, okay. Yes. There is something to be said about going through six or seven trips of freezing cold weather and not catching a single thing in the slate. Yeah. But, but we're planning a trip it. back on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Those crater lakes at the moment, they're the pick of the bunch. They're crystal clear. It they're is um, They're fertile. That's literally the only way to describe them. And they're growing. Being well stocked, well managed, I think. Thanks to fisheries for that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and just simple fishing. You know, you're out there with a hothead damsel, a hot straggle. Uh, That's what did the damage for you? Yeah, uh, yeah. green hothead straggle. Cool. I think uh, we've got a couple of dozen of them in stock, so that's yeah. good. Not many. <laughs> you better do an order. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, it's not good. That's your job tomorrow, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Very right, easy to tie. <laughs> they are very easy to tie. You make a good point there. Just some partridge and some straggle and some marabou. And you'd Bit of sample fly mm. straggle in there. Have That's you tied them, Forbesy? Uh, the hotheads? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. easily done. Um, mm. you, you were right about the partridge. Mm. Um, yeah, Which we're out of stock of. And just... Oh, are we? Yeah, we are mm. definitely out of partridge. Well, because <laughs> so many people have been dying these. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. No, but, oh, but just a, it's such a good material. But yeah, that's it's also great material yeah. as a coloring material it looks amazing. Oh, and as a start, as a beginner, partridge is mm. such a good material to learn with. Inexpensive and versatile. Yep. you get a lot of it in the bag. That's right, and yeah. varying feather sizes too. But that's not to say that was for me on Wednesday. You could go back next week and use a fl- fluorescent orange bead bugger. Yeah. From Manic. They're and not picky at the moment. Are they? oh, especially the tigers, the hybrids are a little bit mm. a little bit dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Hence why I caught so many. <laughs> but, but you they, did need this. You needed I this. needed it, yeah. What? After a few dull sessions yeah. around Ballarat, which we all get every dull, now and then. Dull means means no fish. Fish. No fish. Uh, Forbes and I experienced it once. I experienced a couple by myself, just not seeing that many fish moving. The fish are there, but they're just mm. not. 
they're just doing weird things. I needed it. Um, and I think just rocking up, no expectations. This looks good. Pick the pressure point off, you know, where the wind's blowing and the point and a bit of current. And for late. you, like driving from Northcote to, say, Newland would yes. take you how long? Uh, an hour and 45. And driving from Northcote to Pyrambeet or Bullamary would take uh, you how long? Two hours and 45 minutes. Not bad. It's not it's bad a little considering longer. you spend more time in the car than you do fishing. <laughs> but um, it's still worth it. It's honestly it is. You mm. just you can create so many more chances in those lakes than New One or Hepburn. Mm. The fish are just uh they don't really have that many places to go. Mm. Uh they can go to deeper water, but how much food is gonna be there? You know, uh, the wind's going to blow those bait fish to the shore. Were you uh, saying the other day that it's easier to identify a bit of structure out there? Oh, so much easier. Yeah. yeah. And if you have a boat, you can clean up. But also for the shore-based angler, you pick a point that the wind's blowing across. Worth pointing out, you were on foot. I was on foot, yeah. No, I don't have the I don't have the luxury of a boat just yet. You do. <laughs> well, I do. <laughs> I do. I do. Uh, might not be seaworthy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good boat. It's a <laughs> um, no, I was on foot, and I think you know there's a lot to learn from the likes of Tom Jarman and competition anglers like that um, about fishing lakes from shore. It's a yeah, covering water, covering water, but not also not covering water. Having confidence in where the fish are going to be and sticking with that bit of water. Because mm. honestly, I found the difference of ten meters to make the. Yeah. Make the make the chance at a fish, right? Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. it was insane. Yeah. yeah. But you've worked out that, you know, like that knowledge in lakes doesn't just come from... No, you can accelerate it though, like definitely. Yeah. yeah. yeah it, get the it, right help early. Yeah, get the right help early and you will catch more fish. That's all I can say. Yeah. Um, that's about me. Jesus. Uh, let's keep talking about you, Tazzy. Tazzy. I went for Brim. I spent a week on the northeast. Uh, it was tough. Mm. Uh, I didn't really know what to expect. I tried to tee up a guide, but unfortunately I didn't get one. Uh, I spent two days on one system. I caught a bunch of salmon, um, but no brim. Tannin-stained water. Um, I fished Maybe timing so, uh, a little uh, off, timing, do you think? Or? I don't know. I think, honestly, a bit of angler error. I don't know. I think I, like you said, spent more time driving around in the car trying to find more places to fish. Yeah, it's funny you're saying that now because you were pretty quick to, you know, no, I refuse guess. that it in the all, moment. It was all the weather <laughs> and these stupid fish. The weather was tough, that's another thing, but that's expectations when you're fishing. Mm. You know, yeah. you're going to get bad weather, yeah. right? It's um, just about being adaptable and knowing yeah. sort of how to play it, isn't it? Yeah, so I fished Muscle Row Bay, I fished uh, St. Helens, and I fished... Scamander? Uh, Scamander River. Mm-hmm. Um, Scamander was amazing, full of trevally. Like, oh, if you want to catch a fish on fly. Down just pretty <laughs> close to where it flows into oh, the Oh, basically just at the bridge there. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, it's awesome. If you wanted to teach someone to catch a fish on a fly rod, go there. Yeah. Wow. Um, but, yeah, the brim at Muscle Row are definitely there. I just couldn't catch them and I was humbled. I mm. was going there thinking it was going to be a turkey shoot. An amazing fishery. You got flats for kilometres. It's like a... I've got photos. It's like a uh, saltwater fishery in Tasmania, like a, f- a tropical far north flat, Queensland. yeah, tropical yeah. far north Queensland flats fishery mm. in Tasmania. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, I think that's a place where you do benefit from a boat. I think just access to even shore. just a kayak, right? A like kayak. You don't need much. No, nah, that's it. And mm. uh, seeing fish as well. It's a, it's a sight fishery, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, but I would encourage anyone who wants to have a crack at 
light inshore fishing, salt water to get down there to the northeast coast of Tassie and have a go. Yeah. Cool. The good thing is you only need trout gear. You only need a six-way. Yeah, anyone can do this anyone stuff. Anyone can do this stuff. It's not like rigging up for a saltwater trip up north where you need 10s, 12 weights and, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah, get on to the sail fares on bloody Jetstar or whatever. And oh, the $69 flights to Launceston Airport. No one's complaining, are they? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. no one, yeah. But then you spend more than that in the bar waiting for your plane home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, la- the last flight out of Launceston on Friday night is never on time, so always account for that. Yeah. Um, oh, does someone want to ask me about my trip? Oh. Andrew, how was Hindenbrook? <laughs> Slash Townsville. <laughs> slash with, with Sundays. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, I want to talk about this. So this is an area of Australia. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, mate. Uh, this is an area of Australia that I am becoming increasingly addicted to. So we're talking, you know, north Queensland. Townsville. Uh, south of there, you've got the Whitsundays region. North of there, you've got Hinchinbrook. This area is ridiculously good. Um, yes, it does see its fair share of fishing traffic. Um, but if you're there on the right weather day, you've got sun, you've got you know fairly low breeze, I think it's as good a saltwater fly fishing flats fishery Anywhere in the world. There's nothing that comes close to it. Really, honestly. Like the number of fish, we're talking Golden Trevally, Permit, uh, Barramundi, I think if you wanted to catch a big Barramundi in a river system, it's probably not the best place. But if you wanted to catch a big Barramundi, it is the best place. I'm talking empowerment Barramundi. Mm. Peter may have given away a little tip (laughs) as to where that is. I was going to say, we're going to (laughs) revisit this. Starts with P, ends in pine. (laughs) Um, but yeah, we're going to have a few enemies after this. Talk, <laughs> <even>. <laughs> I know <laughs> these guides that show us the ropes, and then yeah. Anyway, um, but if you are going up there, in, enlist a good guide. Um, I was with uh, Rodney from Australian Fly Fishing Outfitters. Um, look, I mean, this guy he's he's a next level guide, um, and in terms of understanding the region, what to do, uh, he's just next level. Um, so, yeah, if you need a guide in that area, what I think what I really appreciate is any idiot from Melbourne can jump on a plane and land in Townsville and, oh, here comes Rodney. And what's he got on the – oh, yep, he's got the skiff. He's towing the skiff and he picks you up. It's just easy. You chuck your bag in, you know, like he's probably got a coffee there yeah, yeah. <laughs> in a Yeti mug for you and away you go. And like you can be fishing either that morning when he picks you up or you get in the night before and it's just, I don't know, everything works, you know. It's just so easy. And you're that quickly into it. That quickly into the yeah. fishing. It's ridiculous. It's like a life hack. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I love figuring shit out myself as well with my fishing, but oh, it's just such a load off when you can just turn up somewhere and be looked after like that. Yeah. Uh, Rodney, mate, I... I, you know, honestly, I'm so grateful for the, the opportunity to come up there and fish with you. I know it came out of a cancellation and um, and whatever. But, uh, yeah, that, that fishery, the fact that you're in Townsville, you can go north to Hinchinbrook. Uh, you can fish the local flats of, of um, 
of uh, Magnetic Island. You've distracted me. Thanks, Peter, for, um, you know, tailing Goldens there. Uh, and then you've also got that Sundays fishery. I just think it's so good. You know, you've, you've got a lot of options there depending on the weather. The weather's a thing, right? So Hinchinbrook gets a lot of protection from Hinchinbrook Island. Um, and with that, it means that you can, you can fish in bad weather a lot of the time. Um, I, I just think you've got every base covered and between that and the empowerment, empowerment barramundi as well, it's just so good. Um, yeah, that, that area. Um, and yeah, I think, yeah, I, I, I just, I can't speak highly enough about that area. I, I, I like that it's not super easy. I love the challenge of it. Um, and that's what I get out of permit fishing, but even barramundi fishing there can be challenging. Um, yeah, just everything about it. So, yeah. But if you want a good guide in the area, definitely uh, Rodney's your man at Australian Fly Fishing Outfitters. You can Google him. You can Instagram him, whatever. He's the man. Yeah, awesome. What awesome. Are, you doing? are you looking at me like that? No, <laughs> he, he looks like the joker at the <laughs> end he of the day. He's looking at me like I'm just, uh, you know, like just making this stuff. Up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just annoyed you got a nice uh, tropical trip while I was in... Muscle Bay in negative two degrees weather. Yeah, it was a, a contrast. In a tent. The photos look similar. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, the photos <laughs> look similar, but they do not reflect the conditions. How, how much ice was there on your tent, Andrew? <laughs> <laughs> it was how nice. frozen were your so wading good. boots in the morning? <laughs> that was very good beer drinking weather. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks for the rum too, Dingo Dave. <laughs> That's Dave Bradley. <laughs> Dave Bradley, he was up there too. Yeah. It was a, a good social trip as much as it good was a company. great fishing trip. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, they're great, great dudes up there. Love it. Awesome, Forbesy. And where have you been fishing? Uh, as of late, aside from a little bit of urban brimming, we uh, got away a little while ago to Wombat. Uh, well, well I went with... We. So, uh, I made you a You cheated mind. on me, Forbes. Yes, I did. I you sorry. cheated on me. I, I took a mate out for his first time fly fishing. It was other it was friends. It. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's that Fishing like? Friends. <laughs> What's it like to have other friends? <laughs> no. Um. Oh, it was an awesome day. It was his first time fly fishing. Once again, shout out to Manny. I think I said the same thing last episode I was on. But um, yeah, we we got out. I thought I'd take him to Miserable, and we stood there and we waded through and and we did the. He got it. He got the the morning session. Was that taste of. Oh, this is It's not always easy. Yeah, this isn't this isn't super easy. Like we gotta keep ourselves motivated and working your way through it and we're flogging the water and we didn't really see anything move. And uh yeah, decided to move on from there, grab some lunch, went to Wombat had a bit of a reset, went to Wombat and Now you're telling people. I'm I'm telling people. Yeah, why not? The floodgates have opened. The floodgates have yeah. opened. Yeah. No, and Wombat was good. It's um, going to be 19 more people at Wombat. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, and, and it was good. It was good. Um, there were a couple of opportunities. I landed a little rainbow um, and small. I think in my experience at Wombat, and I don't know, I feel like I hear this a bit, the fish tend to be smaller, but you've got a reasonable shot at getting something. Wombat's like, the kind of place, and I know Scotty and Kyle said it, if you want to catch a trout in a lake, go to Wombat. Yeah. yeah, it's reliable. Good numbers. Good numbers, and you just you can literally polaroid fish. Like this, it's they, are, they are they are small fish. Yeah, um, they're all they about a pound. Fish. Yeah, but um, yeah, wandering around there, had a go, got one, and he Manny also had an opportunity. So he's out there, he's dragging it along. Um, uh, you, you know, we're just flogging woolly buggers and whatever. We see the flash in the water. He's loaded up. He strikes with his right hand. 
let's go with the left oh. and the line just goes slack and the, we just see wriggle, wriggle, wriggle the way it goes. But yeah. there was a taste of that and it was very exciting fishing, you know, just just yeah. awesome. Well yeah. done, mate. Nah, it was cool. How cool is it introducing someone to fly fishing? It was very cool, mm. yeah. It was th- another thing that stood out to me from that day is I had a rod that I bought when I very first got into it, a very, very cheap beginner outfit um, from elsewhere. And then I, we had an <laughs> eBay. And not, <laughs> I had your Helios. I had your, your Helios. MuhammadAli.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, then, then by comparison, I had your Helios too. And and using them, I load Is that it. Where that's gone? So, yeah, yeah. There's our six weight yeah, demo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, sorry, yeah. yeah. There's our six weight demo rod. And <laughs> so I had this thing with a nice line in it, casting all day, performed great, and was watching him struggle and just was like, oh, you know, he's learning, he's learning, he's learning. At the end of the day, we switched rods after I'd caught one, and he went immediately. His cast were just banging out, <laughs> turning over flies. He turns to me and he goes, what is this? Yeah. What, what is going you've on? You've been holding out on yeah, me all this time. You've been holding out on me. What, what is this? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, but it was good. a great day. It was good. And do you, do you think he'll go on with it? Yeah. Yeah, he enjoyed it. Yeah. He really enjoyed it. Nice. Um, yeah. How rewarding. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Um, what else? Where are we fishing next? Oh, yeah, Wombat. All right, so I'm going to start. I'm going to launch. I'm going to slot in something here. Where should other people be fishing next? Yeah, because there's a couple of very, very good opportunities. Unique opportunities. I've touched on one, Hinchinbrook, and Townsville. Obviously, um, there is some openings there. So, uh, what do we got? Rodney at AFO um, has some availability in September. Um, so, if you want to experience that fishery in its best form, get in touch with him. That's a great opportunity. Um, also, where he is right now with Dave Bradley uh, and Eugene, um, who I haven't met but has an unbelievable reputation as a fishing guide. So three of the best guides in the business on a mothership off Weeper, uh, 23rd to the 30th of July. They've got two spots available. Gotta be so careful, Forbes and I don't snap them up. <laughs> Mate, you should. Like, yeah. Honestly, this yeah. is not I'm not like bullshitting here. Yeah. This is one of those rare opportunities. So normally it's just full of repeat clientele. They've had a last minute cancellation. it's a weird one. There's two spots available. You you're in unbelievable company. They don't how do I put this? Their clients that they attract uh, they get the same people year after year. It they always sells out. They're good yeah, people. They, yeah, almost like they, choo- don't yeah, they almost choose their clients. Exactly. Yeah. They're at that point. Um, so, it, yeah, you'll be in good company, not just with the other clients that are on board, but unbelievable guides in arguably the best saltwater flats fishery in the world. Um, and so definitely if you have an opening at that time of year, we're talking 23rd to the 30th of July, you'll fly into Weeper, the boys will pick you up there, you're on a, on a liverboard Brand mothership. Brand new liverboard too, isn't it? Well, it's a, it's a new liverboard for Eclipse. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, really well kitted out, um, a chef on board. All, look, it's everything. It's Everything works. It, it's exactly what you want out of a once, potentially a once-in-a-lifetime, you know, saltwater fishing experience in Australia. So this isn't just a trip for the guy that's like does these sorts of trips every year. This is anyone who's ever thought about saltwater fly fishing because it is the pinnacle 
and it, <laughs> there's an opportunity for you to do it in the next couple of weeks. So if that's you, if you're thinking, oh, shit, actually, that sounds good, I'd love to get out of the shitty Melbourne winter. Mm. How shit has it been? Oh, it's terrible. The weather is appalling. <laughs> um, so if that's you, uh, get in touch with the guys at Australian Fly Fishing Outfitters or Dave Bradley online and um, sign up for that. You'll have a bloody good time. Awesome. Sounds good. Oh, uh, what else? Oh, Cocos. So there's also some availability in, uh, at Cocos. We're talking 14th to the 21st of November, two spots available. And February, early next year, 20th to the 27th of February. Um, if you want to experience that fishery, you know, it's, it's bone fishing. It's, yeah, actually really, really good bone fishing. And there's Giant Trevally permit, uh, a whole lot of other, you know, reefy, Stuff. Bump heads. Bump heads. Triggers. Yeah. Triggers. Yeah, bloody yeah. oath. Yeah. Actually, a really good trigger. Triggers on. Yeah, on top yeah. almost. Yeah. yeah. They get them consistently there. More consistent there than probably the Seychelles. Um, so yeah, real developing fr- fishery there. You've got the best flats boats. Uh, Mavericks. Maver- <laughs> <laughs> Mavericks. Skiff. Um, it's as good as it gets. And yeah, that one we can actually help you with the booking uh, of that. You can book through us. Uh, so if you would like to join any of those groups, then. Uh, get in touch. I'm going to book that one too. I think <laughs> yeah. I've got a lot of hours to yeah. work, don't I? So, so <laughs> now that we're talking, you know, that's that's the real cool shit that yeah, yeah, yeah. people can potentially book their self, yeah. themselves into. Where are you fishing? <laughs> let's, <Peter>? wind, <laughs> <laughs> let's let's wind it back down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Albert Park Lake, uh, <laughs> <laughs> exotic. <laughs> <laughs> you love it because it's a zoo. Uh, um, no, I'll be either hitting the West Coast, Victorian West Coast estuaries for Brim. Uh, so they basically start at Anglesey about uh, and continue all the way through to Adelaide, basically. So you've got Panklite Creek, you've got the Glenelg River, you've got the St. George River, you've got uh, Erskine River and Lawn. Mm-hmm. There's there's so many of them. It, 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 any of those estuaries will have Brim in them. Um uh, and apart from that, the Crater Lakes, it's hard to not want to go yeah, back okay, there. Come back there for yeah, a yeah. Bit. And so you should. I think yeah. when things are, when it's fishing well, when it's good, make hay while the sun shines. I don't live with any regrets, but if I have any regret, it's probably not actioning the thought in my mind when something's fishing well to actually just drop everything and go. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, to, to it's bad, your, isn't it? Yeah, it's, dude, like. We all have the same sickness, though. Don't look at me like, oh. You know, yeah, I'm you're bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's hard when you're working six days a week and try to, you know, carry the fly fisher on your shoulders <laughs> individually. <laughs> oh, 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 Solo. There. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got the rise out of him. There, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was exactly what he wanted. I get so bad after Pin. a couple of champagnes. Uh, um, uh, so then where are you fishing next, Andrew? Uh, well, funny you should ask. So... As I said, totally addicted to the Whitsundays region and far north Queensland in general. I'm going up there. Ah, but it's not, a fi- it's, not a, it's not a fishing trip, is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 not a fishing trip. Yeah, definitely not a fishing trip. Might be a fishing trip. Not a fishing trip. No, it's no, definitely not no, a fishing trip. No, 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 it might be a fi- no, it's not a fishing trip. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, if you're listening, <laughs> it's definitely not a fishing trip. But the rest of the listeners, yeah, it's a fishing trip. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just, I, she's, um, oh, we haven't had a trip together for ages. So actually really looking forward to getting away with her, but you know, 
uh, we both just want a, a beach somewhere, so it might as well be a beach that's got, you know, a few fish and... Jesus, this man. (laughs) Wow, it's the versatility of the sport. It is. It seriously is. It's easier to sell any good fishing destination because they are the most beautiful places on earth. Exactly. It's that simple. Um, Trout live only in beautiful locations. Yep, and so do Permit and Golden Valley. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so I'll be up to the Whitsundays for, it's only a, a short one, four or five days, five days, five days, four nights. Um, so that'll be me in a couple of weeks. Awesome. Um, talking about trout living in beautiful locations, Forbes, you're fishing up at Park Lake soon, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so some, yeah. Uh, I, I like to think that they probably appreciate the skyline. Just Chasing the carp. Yeah. Chasing the carp. <laughs> no, the uh, mad mouth. Okay. I'm going to go catch a fish the size of a 44-gallon drum out of that lake. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be awesome. You um, may do. Yeah. Well, Were you inspired by Scotty Raggett's uh, videos that he showed us the other night? I've seen that before. I those those fish cruising along those edges, you don't have to go for too many walks around the lake to spot that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and but yes, uh, to answer truthfully, yes, absolutely. Yep. That they were good videos. You regular you, regularly put the lycra on and have a bit of a jog around the uh, alley in the lake. Do I, you I'm I'm you? the weirdo walking around dressed head to toe in sims with my low light igniters <laughs> on trying not to catch a jogger Chest on pack. the back cast yeah full terminator mode i'm here to destroy a stocked trout like some stocky rainbow's life is coming to an end no 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 um no yeah like i'm gonna wander around there next sunny day it's underrated it's, I, it's underrated it's easy to bag the metro water isn't it it's it is so it underrated is. especially though, mm. you know when you've, we're talking about hinchy and, and all mm. of that stuff but for somebody that just wants to get out and have a, a crack when they've got a spare moment all the metro it's waters it's amazing mm. yeah 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 and and if you find water in melbourne that you know looks like it hold could hold fish it, it it's does. probably it's yeah. probably got a fat carp in it yeah. you can do it mm. or redfin or any number of other things. Or so. saltwater brim. Or brim. Lots of options around. Yeah. For the keen urban angler. Mm. The mm. time-pressured uni student. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no, no. But yeah, aside from that, Sunday sesh, we should We're head going out to the Crater Lakes. Try and catch a trout. Yeah. Are you driving, Peter? Am I driving? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, yeah. Do you think the test would make the trip? <laughs> oh, I don't think too tough Terry's going to make it there. No, I'm actually concerned about whose car you take. <laughs> you yeah. should be more concerned about my driving than anything. Oh, that too. <laughs> yeah. But, but the, Maz, the Mazda? No. Because Forbes no, doesn't fit in it. Shout out to Nan and Pop. We'll be taking the disco. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I fit in the Mazda in the passenger seat only. <laughs> like I can't with the steering wheel there. Yeah, I no have to like shave away the inside of my shins. Yeah. <laughs> His shins. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not very practical. Don't it's more a go kart than it do is. Do not a car. buy a Mazda MX five if you want to fly fish. <laughs> but do buy yours. Yeah, yeah, buy mine for sale. <laughs> <laughs> we'll swap for capable four by four. Um, <laughs> all right, let's get back on track. Uh, mm. Let's finish up with fly of the week. Andrew, have you got one? Yeah, Royal Wolf. <laughs> so good. <laughs> we all remember fondly the Royal Wolf hatch on the Taggarty River. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but what a fly. What a, oh. Yeah, Lee Wolf. Yeah, fantastic. Very good. What's yours, Peter? Uh, pink thing. Chris Beach, pink thing. Mm. Uh, only because you were talking about the lake that starts with... Uh, Starts with P and ends in pine. <laughs> <laughs> that, that. 
at that fight. Actually, it ends in Orst. Wow, it ends in Orst too, yeah. <laughs> and starts with Peter. Yeah, wow. it does. Huh? Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, the pink thing in either the chain eye or the lead eye. The chain eye is better, isn't it? For, for, for P-Forced. For P-Force. Yeah. Yeah, but in general, I think that neutral buoyancy on a sinking line yeah. gets the barrow going. Yeah, I guess it depends on the fishery. Depen- absolutely. Yeah, application. I Do you want to talk application? When you're staked out, the dumbbell eyes would be better. Yeah, especially sp- P-Forced. P-Forced and spooky fish too in yeah. shallow water. Having dumbbells to just land softly is good. You mean B-Chain? B-Chain. He's had a couple Each of shirts, folks. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's mumbling his walls. <laughs> what I like about it is you can drag it across the top of a weed bed between the surface That's right. and the bottom. It just yeah. makes it easier to keep it in that zone. You yeah. can control the fly. Nice. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And uh, Forbes, your fly of the week. Air, anything, anything with deer hair at the moment. <laughs> like, the, like, uh, like the manic mouse or something. Let, let's go something... Big and fluffy. I've been watching videos of. I've <laughs> been watching furry. <laughs> something furry. Huge and furry. I've been watching videos of people growing mice in New Zealand, and it looks cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not really the time of year for that, though, is it? Yeah, no. Doesn't mean you can't be. Oh, so is the fly of no, this week? Absolutely can, not, because we, right. we've completely fucked up if that's what we're You should be for. absolutely getting him off the vice now when you have time. Yeah. Well, that, uh, that's the point. Yeah. yeah, it is. We have not selected a single seasonal fly no. in that selection of flies, but it's still our fly of the week. So, that, it's kind of... <laughs> he's ringing. <laughs> he's ringing the boy. <laughs> <laughs> we all know who it is. We all know who it is. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, that was fun. Yeah. Did you have a good time, Forbesy? Yes. With, with this... Yeah. Behind no, the counter. it's good. Good app. Good app. Hope the, yeah. enjoy- the listeners have enjoyed it. Thanks, listeners, for another episode. Peter, have you enjoyed it? Yeah, I've enjoyed it. He's I've had a good time. Oh, yeah, always a good time <laughs> with you two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give us a sign-off, mate. Uh, thank you, listeners, for joining us for another episode of Behind the Counter with the team here at The Fly Fisher. We look forward to seeing you on the next, hopefully, feature-length episode. You're slurring. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) See you guys. Bye. Bye.